Welcome to the Small Scale Life Podcast. Welcome to the Small Scale Life Podcast. I'm your host, Tom Dommers. What a busy week and a half. I'm sorry we didn't get a podcast posted last week. Things just got incredibly busy with my job and other activities here in Minnesota. Oh, man, there's a lot to talk about, a ton to talk about, including my complete failure to launch and attend Hoktoberfest 2017. Yeah, you know it's busy when I didn't make it to Hogtoberfest, and I feel so bad about it. Uh, I've already talked to some of the folks who attended, and it looked glorious. I feel terrible that it didn't go. Well, I'll have to catch you up on what's been going on here, but we'll have to do that. Well, that'll have to wait till the next episode, so stay tuned. Yeah, this is uh, we're doing at least two podcasts this week, so stay tuned. We're going to get a lot done here. So this is Season 2, Episode 25, and in this episode of the Small Scale Life Podcast, I'm completing my interview with Michael Bell from Dallas, Texas. In case you don't know who Michael is, he is a husband, dad, teacher, small business owner, bodybuilder, trainer, and urban farmer. All those things all wrapped up in one nice little package, right? Uh, He's huge. He's a big guy. In Season 2, Episode 24, Michael and I discussed his urban farm called Half Acre Farm in Dallas, Texas. And that is only one of Michael's businesses. Michael is also a bodybuilder and fitness trainer, and I had to get his advice about developing a healthy lifestyle for those of us who are just starting out on our journey. What is interesting is that Michael's advice is really similar to what we heard from Kevin Michael Geary in Help Episode 7, and I have a link in the show notes back to that. You can compare those two podcasts. What tell what that tells me is that these two guys are onto something, so we should really take advantage of their advice and listen to them. For all my homesteader, market gardener, and urban farmer friends, yeah, you know who you renegades, hillbillies, and other folks, fine folks are. You want to hang around through this podcast. In fine Tomer's fashion, yeah, that isn't a spelling error or some slip. I guess I picked up a nickname back in the Southwest Project Office. They call me Tomer's. Anyway, the Tomer's fashion. I swerved the discussion back to his urban farming operation. Talk about the lessons learned in the gym and translate those to the urban farming environment. We also talk about the future of Half Acre Farm. Thank you, Michael Bell, for spending time with me and our listeners here at Small Scale Life. You are always welcome back on our show, and I'm sure we'll be talking with you in the near future. So in case you're new to Small Scale Life, and thank you that you're here and listening to us, we are dedicated to intentional living through learning, doing, and growing. So what does that mean? That means we're focused on gardening, healthy living, and having adventures along the way, hopefully reducing that stress in your life. Before we begin the podcast, we're going to hear some from some friends of Small Scale Life, and then we'll jump right into the second part of my interview with Michael Bell. Before we begin the podcast, let's hear from a new friend of Small Scale Life. Ladies and gentlemen, I have some exciting news for you today. Almost immediately after completing my interview with Michael Bell, I connected with a gentleman in Australia named Michael Hingsington. We connected through Instagram. He's a co-founder of AussieFlameWeeders.com, where they have an offer for you. Aussie Flame Weeders make stainless steel flame weeder manifolds. They are making manifold set available this month, and they expect to start shipping them all by the start of November. 
The manifold set will contain custom manifolds to suit 30-inch beds, five stainless steel German-made burners that can be removed to be cleaned, changed, or replaced, LPG equipment to suit a standard propane bottle, and a flint lighter. To help promote this deal, Aussie Flame Weeders are offering all customers who purchase a custom manifold set the chance to win a cool bot. As you'll hear in my interview with Michael Bell, both tools are really a great way to kick off your urban farm or market garden and take it up a serious notch. For more information, please check out AussieFlameWeeders.com today. I will have a link in the show notes and tell Mick that you heard about his company from Small Scale Life. Hey, everybody. Just wanted to remind you about the Small Scale Life Facebook group. This group will give you a backstage pass and access to other members of the Small Scale Life community. We'll discuss gardening, healthy lifestyle, frugal living, and having adventures along the way. This is also your chance to see what's coming up on Small Scale Life. See some content not shared on the blog and ask questions of future guests. Join Small Scale Life's Facebook group today. So this is one avenue, one thing you're into. Now you're also into bodybuilding personal yeah. training bodybuilding you want to talk about that a little bit at all yeah um i played college basketball and um uh, for four years in my fifth year i was a, a fifth year senior and couldn't play anymore um you know they only let you play four years so mm-hmm. i didn't have anything to do you know i didn't have practice i didn't have film i didn't i literally had like three hours of my life that i didn't have full and there was something missing i played basketball since i was five so a buddy of mine was a football player, fifth year senior, couldn't play football anymore. So, you know, he just kept working out. He's like, go to the gym with me. And I hated lifting at the time. Like I hated the weight room. I was like, okay, I got nothing else to do. Sure. So I trained with him and he was a big guy. I mean, he was a huge, really chiseled, you know, good looking guy. And so I worked out with him for like two weeks, ended up loving it, moved to Dallas, you know, that summer, found a gym that you know the first thing i did was find a gym and i was like you know what i want to see what i can do and i'm six foot tall and most people don't know too much about bodybuilding but the best bodybuilders in the world are from five seven to five nine mm-hmm. like they're extremely short because they have short muscle bellies and it doesn't take as long to fill them out right right so i was like you know i don't know about this so i was at the gym one day training and this this guy was training his wife and his wife was a competitor, and she was, you know, she looked really good. She wasn't one of the, you know, scary people you see in the magazines. <laughs> yeah, so I just a muscle everywhere. Said, yeah, yeah. So she she still looked really good. And I said, "Do you train people?" And she, he goes, "Well, yeah." And I was like, "I want to compete." And literally, he laughed. He's like, "Buddy, you need to put on like fifty pounds." And I was like, "Okay, you know, that's fine. Help me." So he was cool. We got to be real good friends. I've, comp- you know, fifteen years later, I've competed. Seven times, won a few shows. I mean, wow. I'm nothing important at all. I'm a freaking nobody and like on a national scene or anything like that. Never be pro, never, you know, but I enjoy doing it. Sure. You know, it's, it's taught me a lot. It's gave me more discipline than I ever thought I could have. Um, you know, it's, it's been really good for me. I don't have any major injuries. It definitely helps me in everyday life with the farm and, mm-hmm. and just, I think it's made me a better person. Bodybuilding has a very negative um, perception of it because of it's so extreme, and the people that take it to extremes, you know, kind of give it that negative perception. But for me, it's been very positive and and uplifting thing in my life. Sure, sure, that's cool. So you're not like uh, what is that, Dana Lynn Bailey, all you know, <laughs> nationally no, know no, and all that um, stuff. 
No, she's you know she's she has a great physique for 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 her size and she's yeah. smart. Yep. She got she actually she's not competing anymore. Oh, okay. Because um, the division that she was in when they created that division a few years ago, like her body was was what the judges want, and then. As the years progressed, they went to a bigger, uh, wanted more muscle on the girls, and she's like, I, "That's not what I want to do." So yeah. she quit. Okay. And her and her husband are killing it financially now with camps, and she has a huge following. Like oh, she, yeah. three million followers on IG, I think. On yeah. Instagram. Yeah, it's so ridiculous, and they've got clothing and the racing yep. and the stuff in Montana. That's so, what they do. Yeah. <laughs> so no, I, I'll never be anything like her. Um, you know, competing has helped me. I have a little personal training business that I do about 30 hours a week after school and on the weekends. And competing's helped me with that because sure. so many people think they're trainers and they, they go to school and they read a book. And it's just like with farming and, and gardening. You can read all the books you want, but until you do it for a long time, you really don't know what you're doing. Hmm. And uh, that that that's me. Like I can I can walk into a gym and literally just walk around and help and i help everybody that i see if somebody's doing something wrong i think they're going to hurt themselves i'll go touch one so I'm like hey can i show you how to do this and they're always like yeah please yeah so yeah i've picked go ahead keep going oh uh, no, no i've picked up a lot of clients doing that and you know it's just the way you come off because i am a bigger guy and i could come off as a real big a-hole yeah yeah if i wanted to but mm-hmm. i go out of my way to be nice to people and like help people so maybe when they think of bodybuilding they think of me as like a good person instead of the perception it has as a meathead that's just arrogant and rude and you know all that kind of stuff bro science (laughs) yeah 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 i uh it is interesting i've seen that at the gym too you know these dudes who oh Ah, down in Illinois, there was this one guy who would come in, and my wife and I were working out in the morning, you know, early morning, and he would come in, and yeah, he had some of the worst form, and and then one day he he started telling me how I needed to fix my form, and I just I just I was like, really? Yeah. <laughs> and my wife will probably laugh because she's like, you haven't given up on that yet, and I'm like, no, he had the worst <laughs> form, terrible, you know, and I cringe a little bit when I'm on Instagram and I see some of these, uh, some people that post their videos of doing a bench and they're arching their back like crazy. I'm like, oh, ooh, why are you doing that? You know, you're going to throw something out, I think. You know, throw out a disc or something. It's yeah, it's strange. I but. do. Uh, I post a ton of videos on my Instagram page um, because I train people online. So, oh. uh, like they tell me, they, they send me, like I send them their workouts every week and they're, they, they send me pictures of themselves and I'm, you know, okay, you were about you 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 ate some cookies this week. Oh. We need to up your cardio five or ten minutes <laughs> this week and stick to the diet. Or okay, you you we need to add a little bit of food. You're getting too small. So I do that kind of stuff, and I always post videos so I can show people how I want you to do it. Ah, so I see. Like you need you need to like move your feet in closer on leg press or keep your elbows in when you're doing bicep curls or whatever. Because a lot of times they'll send me videos of them doing it because they'll tell me. I feel it in my shoulder and not my back. Well, uh-huh, send uh-huh. me a video and let me see what you're doing wrong. And then, you know, I'll send them a video back and say, this is how you do it. You know, try keeping your elbows forward instead of back. It'll take it out of your shoulder and put it in your lats. Gotcha. And it works that way pretty well. Yeah, yeah. No, I see I'm on your Instagram, mbell971 right now. And just you've got a lot of stuff, on, a lot of content on there, you know, with 
doing different things like lat pull downs and you know squats and other things it's it's good so i've been really lucky to learn you know through the years i met uh, my trainer and he's uh four or five in the world in the 212 division there's two divisions in pro bodybuilding there's 212 and there's open and open is any weight over 213 and up all the way up to 300 mm. 350 you know we got one guy competed at 330 the Seth olympia Oof. and then um but he's 5'4", and he goes on about 208, 209 on stage. His name's Guy Sistanino, and I've been with him for probably, we've become best friends now, like six years. And I've learned so much from him on just little bitty, like take your thumb out on lap pull or, or pull your elbows this way or that way. So I love to take what I learned from him and pass it on to people because these are tips that, you know, someone at the top of the world is giving me so I like to pass that information on to other people. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Oh man, looks like uh, I'm looking at one of your uh, <laughs> one of your pictures. Looks like a big crock pot or rice cooker just full of rice. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, that's a three days supply of rice for me. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah. So is it yeah, a chicken I, I, and rice kind of thing? Uh, it's a rice and meat kind of thing. Okay, rice and meat. And yep. The, yeah, the only reason why it's rice is because it's easy. I don't have time to chop up potatoes and bake potatoes. And so literally I pour a $2.50 bag of jasmine rice in a crock pot, put five, I mean, a rice cooker and put five cups of water in it, put the lid on it and, and it's done in 30 minutes. Yeah. My, my son, uh, my oldest son, he, uh, he likes to run and he runs distance. Uh, but he also likes to work out and he's, he's, probably the fastest jack dude i've ever seen but uh he, he always laughs he's like mm, rice and chicken my favorite again <laughs> you know yeah. it's, it's really funny so give him give him my ig uh page and tell him to dm me and i'll, I'll give him some good recipes oh that'll, yeah that'll help him with the chicken because i eat a lot of chicken a lot of turkey and a little bit of beef when okay. it's on sale i can't afford eight dollar a pound oh, crap so it is ridiculous how much beef is it is just so expensive these days and it's it just it's too bad i remember when steak used to be cheap but not anymore man not anymore that's for sure no, so yeah no. so I, I stick with i stick with chicken and turkey quite mm-hmm, a bit mm-hmm. yeah we have yeah chicken and turkey we do get some pork um but yeah it's on a, on a rare occasion we'll have like steaks but that's only for really celebrating something like a birthday or something but uh right so um you've been in this in this line of work for a while working out and everything getting healthy what is your advice for people uh, we just um you know there's some people that that are part of this small scale life group facebook group especially that are just starting out on a journey towards becoming uh towards a, developing a healthy lifestyle what's some of your advice toward uh for people just starting out um uh, there's a lot um again the biggest thing is just start yep. um whether it, it whether you know if you're out of shape and you know middle age you know 40 and up just start walking mm. um the last thing you want to do is is join a gym go in there and do all the machines the first day because you won't move for the next week right you'll hate working out yep and it, it, it's just bad so just just start walking and honestly contact me and i'll help you sure sure <laughs> like i and i'm not even gonna charge you like i'm not even trying to drum up business because i don't need any more business but it's so hard to tell people how to start like over a podcast like you need to break it up like legs everyone needs to train legs as they get older because that's the 
you know, other than your back, that's the biggest muscle in your body. Yep. And that's also the first thing that goes when you train legs, it stabilizes your knees and it stabilizes your hips. Yeah. Well, those are the two things that suck when you get old, yes. your knees and your hips. So if you can keep your quads and your hips strong, then your quality of life when you're 60, 70 and 80 is going to be way better than if you don't work out. So I recommend everybody, like literally everybody should do what they call the leg press. Mm -hmm. Um, It's perfectly safe. You're not going to get hurt. The weight's not going to fall on you. You're not going to fall down because you're sitting in a bench and you're literally just pushing the weight at like up at a 45 degree angle. Yeah. And it, it works so much of your lower body that it's the perfect leg workout. It works your hips, your glutes, um, your hamstrings, your quads. So it's it's perfect, especially for people just starting out. Mm-hmm. The problem is when you're starting out, if you're not careful, you can overdo it. Yep. And literally, you won't get out of bed for two days. Yeah, yeah. Because you're using muscles. It's not even that you're using those muscles. You're stretching those muscles out that haven't been stretched in that that angle or that far stretched that the stretch is what kills you. Mm-hmm. It's not, it's not the push in the weight. It's literally the stretching of your hips and those muscles that wrap around your hip joint when you do the exercise. Yeah. So always like, don't be afraid to train your hips. I mean your legs and start with the machines, literally go look at a machine because every single one of them has on there. What does this work? Yep. And it will show you a picture of how to do it. Yep. And if you do it and it doesn't feel right, ask the trainer to help you. If they try to sell you a package, tell them to, okay, let me think about it, and then just don't ever buy it. <laughs> but, yeah. l- but literally stick with the machines. Don't go to the dumbbells and, and all that because that's a big form thing. Like yep. Free weights is a form thing, and you really need to start with machines so because they're safe. Yep. It's pretty much impossible to hurt yourself on a machine with a weight stack. Yeah, right. So do the machines and start leg pressing. Yeah. No, that's good. That's real good. I've, um, yeah, we, um, there was a challenge, a walk challenge, 14 day walk challenge that just ended up last week and it was great. I got, uh, you know, over 20 miles in, in 14 days and it was good. And a lot of people got a good jump start, but, uh, they're going you know, to keep that momentum going. Walking is great. I'm, I'm dealing with some arthritis in my left knee. So I, I totally understand. And, and from sitting for many years in an office, you know, get what's called a lower cross syndrome where things are getting short, things are getting long. And if you stand, you're kind of at a weird angle and, uh, yeah, working out and moving and standing every once in a while, once an hour or so at the desk is so important, you know, because I can already tell, Hey, I'm 44 and I'm hobbling around and I don't want to, I don't want to be like this in 60 where I can't, you know, I've got a cane or something, you know, that would, that would suck. So, yeah. And then the other thing that I would tell the, the, the women that listen to this is uh-huh. don't be afraid. Don't be afraid of weights. Yeah. Like, they are not going to make you bulky. They yep. are not going to give you muscle. You do not have the hormones to build the muscles that you see on these girls in the magazines and, you know, these jack girls. It's hormones. Hormones is what make you big. That's why people take steroids. Yep. Is because they want more testosterone, which is a male hormone. Females do not produce hardly any testosterone, so you physically, chemically cannot build muscle. Mm-hmm. What you can do, though, is become a lot healthier, and you, you'll you become stronger and light, like just in everyday activities. 
Um, that's just the biggest misconception that I understand why people believe it, but it annoys me to no end because I promise you, you're not going to get bulky if women lift weights. Right. Yep. That's the biggest misconception in the world, in the fitness world. Right. Right. And, um, core, core work, that's pretty important too for guys and girls. Wouldn't you agree? Yes. Yeah, definitely. And, uh, I, I, I wish we were on like a video so I could show you when you do, <laughs> when you do crunches, don't do crunches where you come all the way up and touch your elbows to your knees. Yep. Like th- that's actually bad for your back. Yes. All you want to be able to do is put your hands behind your head, crunch up to where I can put my hand underneath your shoulder blade. Yep. Yep. That's it. That's a, that's all you got to do. Yeah. And if you'll do three sets of 20 of that, if you can do three sets of 20, then you know you're you have a pretty good core. Hmm. If you can't do three sets of twenty, then that should be your goal. Gotcha. Hmm. That's good. So that that that's that's another thing. And again, we we could talk till tomorrow night at nine twenty about <laughs> <laughs> working out. But let me just tell you, if it comes to working out, and any of your listeners or you or anybody has questions, you know, find me on IG. I'll join. I, did, I didn't realize y'all had a Facebook group page. I'm going to join that tonight. Yeah, yeah, do. Feel feel free to ask me questions because I literally do not mind helping anyone. And if if you if you want to get real serious about it with a nutrition plan and all that, you know, we'll work something out and I'll, I'll help you out with that too. But very cool. The biggest thing is just start. Yeah. You know, just get get to moving. Yeah. No, I would agree with that. And and um, you know, even if you don't move very fast if you don't go very far it's better than sitting on the couch and and wishing you had or watching another you know netflix and chill night you know it's better than just sitting there and doing nothing right yeah and you will learn to love it like you you i promise you every client and i've trained probably 200 clients in the last 15 years every client that i have that stopped for various reasons i get text messages from that said gosh i sure miss the way I feel after I work out. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And, and, and it, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I no, was, I just, it sounds crazy. It sounds like working out is hard. Yes. You sweat. Yes. You hurt because of working out is painful, but it's a good pain. But at the end of the day, when you lay down at night, you honestly sleep better. You, you rest better after a day of doing something as opposed to a day of watching TV. Right. Exactly. And, I like, you know, just because it's me, I, when I go out on these, you know, biking or walking or whatever, you know, I'm usually snapping a couple pictures along the way because it's part of the fun. So it's amazing what you see when you're out there doing this stuff or even when you're gardening or, or at your, your urban farm, you see all kinds of stuff, you know? Yeah. Makes yeah. it fun. And the last, tip I, the, the last tip I'll give you, and this is probably the most important one, is stay off that stupid scale. Oh, yeah, I, I threw it away. <laughs> <laughs> do not yeah i wish everyone would do not judge your progress by a number on a scale yep. especially females yep and i say females because they have the monthly cycle issues which makes you hold water and i mean a ton of water some women can hold 5 6 7 pounds of water once a month mm. and nothing's more frustrating and degrading than when you step on a scale after a week of perfect eating perfect workout and you gain two pounds and even though subconsciously you probably know hey it's that time of the month 
it's still the most frustrating thing in the world for a girl to do that. So I always tell my girls that I train, I've trained a lot of them. Don't go by the scale. When you start, if you want to start tomorrow morning, tomorrow morning, when you wake up, go find a pair of pants that you haven't put on in a year or two years or 10 years, whether you can button them or you can button them and you can sit down, but they're just tight or you can't even get them close to button, go put them on, walk around, take them off, put them back up in the closet, and in a month, come back and put them back on Yep. and see how they fit. And I can promise you, if you'll do what you're supposed to do with food and working out, those pants are going to fit better. They not, may not fit perfectly because you may have a lot to lose, but those pants are going to fit perfectly, uh, fit a lot better than they did when you started, no matter what that stupid scale says. Yes, that was the lie that derailed me last year as I got frustrated. You know, it was a perfection thing. Oh, man, I've done all this work, and oh, the, the scale, it just hasn't gone down. It's gone up, and what the heck? And, and then, I'm fine, I'm just going to punt. Yep. <laughs> After I lost 25 pounds, and then, and then yep. it all cre- creeps back up again. So, yeah, yeah that but is if you, true. Or, or take pictures. Yeah. Take pictures in your pants. Oh, yeah. You know, Guys, take pictures in your in your boxer standing in front of a mirror. Don't ever show anybody. Take a picture. A month later, take another picture. I guarantee you, you look better. No yeah. matter if you gain, you may gain two pounds of muscle, and that scale went up two pounds, but you look better, and that's the important thing. Yeah, yeah. We've thrown out the scale here. I we don't have a scale at the house, and and I was looking through pictures last year too, going, oh yeah, it was working. What the hell was I doing? Yeah. <laughs> Why did I stop? Keep going, man. So, yeah, yep. we're starting over again. That's okay, you know, and perfection is the enemy. It really is, you know. Nobody's no, perfect. No, but nobody's perfect. And our bodies are really pretty resilient, you know, but uh, we've got to do the work. So, you know, like Gary V says, get to work, do the work. Yep. Cool, cool. So are any lessons you learned that carry over from, from the gym to the, the urban gardening or back and forth? Anything, any lessons that um, kind of translate between the two? The, the, the two main, the, the two things that I can think of off the top of my head that hit me when you asked that question is one is just hard work. Yep. I mean, it's just hard work, but I've said it probably 10 times. I enjoy both. You know, I enjoy the gym. I enjoy punishing myself because I know at the end of the day, I'm a better person for it. And at, at, at the farm, you know, I, when it's 110 degrees out and I should stop, I don't stop because I enjoy it. And I know in five years I'm going to be doing something that I love for the rest of my life. And that's the, that's better than anything that I like. That's better than going home and sitting on the couch for three hours. Yeah, man. So that, and then the other thing would be patience. Yes. Like when I was, uh, I, I graduated a hundred, I graduated college at 175 pounds soaking wet. And I knew I, even at 22, I knew it was going to be a long road, mm-hmm. but I didn't stop. And I kept the end, even though there's not an end for me when it comes to bodybuilding, I'll be 73 years old with saggy skin, still on stage in a speedo. I mean, that's just, <laughs> I, I, I love the sport, but I, but that's the thing. It's like, it's just patience. Like you can't gain 30 pounds in a year. You can't lose a hundred pounds in a year and do it healthy and keep it off. Right. Like it's a, it's a never ending journey. And that exact same thing is goes with my farm. Like I sit here and think I want hedgerows. I want, you know, a hundred foot high tunnel. I want a full scale, uh, water system that I don't have to hook up to the church. Cause right. I want so many 275 gallon totes 
that I can just flip a switch and my whole farm's watered in 10 minutes out of rainwater. Right. Um, you know, I, mean, I have think all of the time these saving. ideas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and man. I'll do them. Yep. I may be 59 years old when I finish the list that I made when I'm thir- when I was 37, but I have the patience to do it. Yeah. And this is stuff that Gary V talks about in almost every video is the patience yeah. and just getting to work, doing the hard work, eating shit and just doing it. <laughs> yeah, it's and it's it's the process. Like that yep. that's one of the biggest things he's ever said. You 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 want that like he wants to buy the jets. Yeah. But he said several times in videos is you know, it's not about when I buy the jets, it's gonna be the happiest and the saddest day of my life because I reached the goal that I've worked my entire life for, and now what do I do? Yeah, yeah. Well, and, he's going to have know, to run it. That, that, yeah, then now you get to try to win Super Bowls, which I can't wait to see him do. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I understand what he's saying because, like, I love going to the farm every single day. And every day I get one step closer, most days. Some days I screw up and I go five steps backwards. But most days – I, I get one step closer, and it's just the process that I love. Yeah, yeah, and that's another principle that he says, enjoy the process, you know. I would yeah. love to see on your um, your Instagram what it looked like the first day you bought it or at, right oh. after you cleared it. I know, I know, it'd be scary, but, you know, it's like, what did I get myself into? <laughs> you know, say, I'll, I'll post that video. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I have a I have a couple of one minute videos that I'll post cool and and show you. But I was gonna I wanted to be sure and tell your listeners if when you go to clear a spot yep. that maybe hasn't been cleared in a long time that's a complete what you consider like a piece of trash spot. Uh huh. See if you can find billboard signs. Billboard. I signs. use those. Yep, I use those. I bought five. They were forty bucks a piece. They were sixteen feet wide and eighty. Uh, some were sixty feet long. Some are 80 feet long and they were old billboard signs. Like I have one billboard that says state farm on it. It's bright red and it has a big black guy, big black guy's face on it. And it's just a state farm. And I did it on purpose because my farm is really close to a little bitty airport. Yeah. So I know when these dudes fly over and look down on my farm, they see a huge state farm billboard laying on my property, but I used it. To kill my grass. Oh. Uh-huh. Just the, exactly the same way a tarp. Curtis Stone uses his tarps. Yeah. I was looking for truck tarps and because my dad was a truck driver. So sure. I called him. I was like, Dad, you got any truck tarps? And he's like, no, son. I sold those when I quit driving. Ah. Uh. I said, crap. Why didn't you sell them? He goes, because they're five, six hundred bucks a piece. Yeah, I would sell them, I like, too. Oh. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's good canvas that. material, man. Yeah, I would sell it, yeah. too. <laughs> So I said, well, this is what I want to do. Like, what do you suggest? He goes, man, the only thing I can think of would be billboard signs. And I have no idea where you would get those. So I looked on Craigslist and there happened to be a guy. That's all he does is sell billboard signs. Unbelievable. So is it like a, it's like a big tarp then that they put a yeah. image? On. Oh, yep. It's, it's, it's not as thick as a truck tarp, <laughs> but it's a big, it's just a huge tarp. And what makes it even better is it's measured off. On the back, oh. it has one foot all the way through 60 feet. Huh. Or eight, however long it is, for some reason, they have to put the measurements on the tarp. It's like one foot, two yeah. foot, three yeah. foot. Yeah. So it makes it even easier to measure out how long you want it. So, if, like, I measured off 52 feet, so I'd have an extra foot on each end, and then just folded it back 
put bricks and stones and whatever yeah. and laid it there. Yeah. Six weeks later, I come back, pull it back. Dead grass is already decomposing. And that's the way I made my first 12 beds. That's really cool. That's really I'll cool. Post that pic- I'll post a picture of the big red state farm. Oh, sign. yeah. That'd be funny, man. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll post it tonight. But that's the way I cleared my property. Well, I, I did it with a weeder. I took a weed eater and literally started weeding in a half acre. Wow. And just put it off in blocks. Now, I, just, I just said, I'm going to get this block done, cleared it with a weed eater, put the, the billboard sign down, scoot it over, and started the next block. There you go. And now I see why you want that flame flamethrower weeder guy so oh. yeah. <laughs> yeah, my that's friend like uh my friend's that's like f- farm porn to me oh yeah my friend scott hebert <laughs> he just won one just like that so he was in some contest and that company was given one away and he won one flavorful flavorful yep. farms up in canada so yeah oh, he won one he did that he dude? did yep yep he's been on a lot of curtis's stuff i've talked to him a lot on ig yep that yeah he he's He's me in three years. I hope. I hope I'm doing what he's doing in three years. Yeah, he's a he's a good guy. I've had him on the podcast last year, and good guy, really nice guy. And he's got he's got his own little podcast called Stoic Metal, where he talks about stoicism, and you know, good guy. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've listened to it a couple of times. Yeah, yeah, good guy. So um, I wish he was going to Hogtoberfest, but he can't. So that's too bad. But uh, I've heard of that. Yeah, I've heard of that up there. <laughs> <laughs> see man stick stick around we got some good stuff going on <laughs> now i'm gonna be going to ohio to go see those guys and it'll be a lot of fun and go see michael jordan and all those guys so it'll be a lot of fun yeah yeah so it'll be a good field report so well that's good well i won't keep you any longer my man that was awesome um this was been a lot of fun we learned a lot i learned a lot and uh you know where can we find you online where, where do you want uh, people to go? Instagram. Uh, Instagram is probably the best for me. Uh, I, I do my half acre farm. I have half acre farm uh, Facebook page. Yep. And then oh, on the Facebook I have, too, huh? Um, uh, two IG accounts. My bodybuilding. I call it bodybuilding. Personal training uh, page is mbell nine seven one, and then my farm IG page is Dallas Half Acre Farm. Cool, and I'll have links up there and everything for that. So, and then you and got, then you said a you Facebook de- page too. Do what? You have a Facebook page for Half Acre Farm as well. Yeah, it's just it's it's a Half Acre Farm. Okay, yeah. cool, cool. I'll have links to all that stuff. So, cool. And again, I I'll help anybody do anything. I believe in karma one thousand percent. And I mean, you know, the only reason why I'm being able to do what I do is because Curtis. And JM put out their stuff for free and yep. and everything. And I have a tenth or a hundredth of their knowledge. So everything that I tell you, or you know, if you ask for help, is going to come from experience. Yep, that's awesome. That's man. all it is. That is cool. No, we appreciate you being on the show, man. This has been a ton of fun. Um, yeah, I'm going to be down. We'll have to see. We'll we'll talk about that offline, but <laughs> I might be coming through your area in, in around December, so that would be kind of fun. Yeah, let me know. It could be icy in 15 or sunny in 72. So. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Very cool, man. Well, anything else? Any closing remarks? No, I appreciate you letting me be on. Yeah, um, man. You know, I hope to one day, you know, be able to travel around and, and you know, speak like Curtis yeah. does and, and Gary Vee. You know, yeah. Uh, and anybody that doesn't, that hasn't listened to, to him, look him up. Um, he'll if you if you're not doing what you love to do, 
this guy will will make you start tomorrow. Yeah, it absolutely and, will. Mm-hmm. And I actually wrote him an email a while back and just told him thank you. Told him this, you know the story. How I listened to him, and he emailed me back and said that's why I do this shit. And thank you for your for your email. So yeah, uh, and he does just, actually look at the comments. He does look at people's feedback. He does respond. So it's yeah really unusual for a millionaire kind of guy who's a hustling all the time to do that kind of stuff. But yeah, he's a good guy. So. Yeah, so and, just, Cur- and Curtis's too, absolutely. Yeah, they're both really good. But I, I guess in closing, just find something you love to do it and do it. Life's too short to do so, eight to five in a cubicle that that you hate every day. Yeah, perfectly said. Cool, man. Well, thanks for being on the small small scale podcast, man. Thank you so much. This has <laughs> been a lot of fun. Yeah, man, I enjoyed it. I'll catch you online. Cool. All right. This was a great podcast. I really appreciate Michael taking the time to be with us uh, for a great couple episodes here on Small Scale Life. Thank you, Michael, for being here and for being on Small Scale Life. Whether it's urban farming or starting your own healthy lifestyle, the key is to start. You might not have all the information or the skills or all the tools, but you have to start somewhere. As I've been learning this year, you need to take it slow Take your time, but you need to get going. You need to start. If you're in this position and thinking and dreaming and planning and plotting about whatever that thing is a year from now, two years from now, or five years from now, you will have let incredible opportunity to learn, do, and grow pass you by. Don't do that. As someone said recently, ideas without execution are worthless. So you have to get moving. You have to get started. We're going to be back uh, for more for another podcast later this week. As I discussed at the start of the podcast, there is a ton to talk about. Also be lining up some more great interviews later this month. And uh, what tells me that you guys like this, I'm looking at statistics. This interview with Michael Bell, the first part, just was hands down an awesome, awesome interview, just with the number of people that listened. So it tells me you guys like interviews. You don't want me droning on the whole time. Message received. We'll line up some great interviews. In the meantime, please help Small Scale Life, the podcast and the blog, grow. So how do you do that? Subscribe on iTunes for the podcast. Leave a rating. Leave a leave a review and share this podcast with others. Maybe someone has been thinking about starting something. So share this podcast, share this podcast, share the last podcast, share all the podcasts. Maybe they'll be inspired to start and move from learning to the doing and growing phase. Let's do this together. So if you have any comments on the show, any questions, feel free to leave them here on this post or on the contact us page. You can also reach out to me at realsmallscalelife at gmail.com reach out, engage. Also, become part of the Small Scale Life family and the Facebook group. Thank you for tuning in. Again, this is Tom from the Small Scale Life Podcast. We'll see you really soon, a little bit later this week. Take care, everybody.